0: AveMariaRadio.net 990
1: WDEO Ypsilanti, Detroit W300CO Dexter and Ave Maria Radio Station and on the net at AveMariaRadio.net
2: Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. This is Colleen Kelly Mast, your hostess today and every week on Mass Appeal. Just sitting here waiting for you to call me. Your calls drive the show, and you decide what the topics are today. I know my voice is a little froggy, but it doesn't. My throat does not hurt, but you can pray for some clarity. I woke up uh, after I finished the, the show that ew and i had no voice the next day so i just thanked god that he didn't send this sore throat or uh, froggy voice before we uh, did the jim and joy show this week So, so i thank god for that but it's a little froggy today i apologize but hopefully i'll make it through the whole show with your prayers and support so this is masked appeal And we are here on Catholic Radio. If you're just switching around the dials, this is a Catholic Station. People will be calling in for the next two hours with a question or personal problem, and they will get an answer that is flavored by the teachings of the catholic church it might be about instead of being mean to somebody and getting revenge it would be about being kind to them or it might be instead of condemning somebody else it might be about being more patient with them so we look to see how we can grow in virtue looking at the problems of the day. Or somebody might call in and they're grieving deeply and they need some consolation or encouragement. So what I try to do here is to utilize all the gifts of the Holy Spirit that I learned about at confirmation and received heavy doses of at confirmation. One lady once told me, boy, your confirmation really took in those gifts that I had to memorize in order not to get, uh, what is it? People used to say that get slapped in the hand by a nun (laughs) with, with a ruler well I just did what they said so anyway I memorized those seven gifts of the Holy Spirit as well as many other Baltimore Catechism questions and they are wisdom, understanding, counsel fortitude, knowledge piety and fear of the Lord which is really awe of God it's not like we're scared but we know there is a last judgment and we will be accountable for our life so If you'd like some free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective, stay tuned here for the next two hours. This show is called Mast Appeal, and I'm Colleen Kelly Mast. I'm a certified life coach and author, the author of Love and Life, uh, a teenage sexual morality guide of sex respect, a public school abstinence program, which is... I'm in the midst of revising right now and updating it. And then the new Love Ed video discussion series for parents with young children and pre-teens. I'm a speaker at retreats. I give a fun keynote address called The Four Heart Healthy Habits for Holiness. I'm at your fundraiser or live events. And as we learned two weeks ago, one of my spiritual spa talks is how to tame your tongue. And we I handed out the tongue evaluation checklist. And Wow, I got such a great response from you. Everybody wanted a copy. I posted it on my Facebook fan page, Colleen Kelly Mass, and on my website, respect 4 Hey, I got it on there without my granddaughter coming up and showing me how to do it. I believe it's on my blog, on my Respect, the number four, the letter U, website. And uh, today or next week, depending on when we have time, we're going to talk about some of the remedies for that, because I thought if that many people wanted a copy of the Daily tongue evaluation checklist that we might have some concerns about the sins of the tongue and we know that in the scriptures particularly the the book of proverbs it tells us a lot about controlling our tongue we've got some um, epistles that talk about controlling our tongue and maybe some of you have heard that story of saint philip neri the penance he gave to someone that didn't control their tongue so we might do that today but Your calls take priority. Give me a call with your question or personal problem. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. So I am a life coach, an author, a speaker, and when my sex respect curriculum reached national acclaim, I was a guest on TV shows such as Oprah, Geraldo, 60 Minutes, I was even on Mother Angelica Live before she changed her habit, 1989, I was pregnant with my fourth child, and um, after I had... That child and another one, I was invited to the Vatican by Pope John Paul II's Pontifical Council for the Family to come to Rome to present my Love and Life program to the Council, to people from all over the world, representatives from every continent, and uh, because they said that that already was a model of the teachings of the church before the document was released, The Truth and Meaning of Human Sexuality. So I've been defending the truth about love and life and debated the ACLU, Planned Parenthood, Seekist, defended the dignity of love and the human person on television and radio and in my writing and speaking. I've been all over the world, the Diocese of Hong Kong, Mexico City, Rome, the Philippines. I spent four years on the National Review Board. And so it was actually, and plus, I didn't mention this. I'm the mother of five adult children. I've been married for way over 40 years now, and I grew up second oldest of nine children in the Chicago area. And those of you that were able to see the show this week at home with Jim and Joy, where they interviewed me Wednesday and Thursday, uh, broadcast in the middle of the day, learned that a lot of the beginning of my family life education took place when I was sitting chatting with my mom my sister and I and she was very curious and asked a lot of questions and my mom had the most beautiful answers so I came from the perspective of being innocent but not ignorant. I knew what the body was for. So stay tuned with us today here for some free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. Whether you're facing a personal problem or uh, you need a second opinion on something, we can explore your options. And I can offer you some ideas, maybe some action steps, because being a life coach, we always want to go reach toward our goals. So I will listen and make some suggestions and address your concerns. So even if your problems are caused by someone else, Sometimes we can change the way we respond to them and find some peace for ourselves. And sometimes our reaction will change them. So give me a call with your question or personal problem. The number to get on today's mass Appeal is 877 573 7825 pep talk And I've already gotten emails for people who said I couldn't watch the show, I was at work. And it's my understanding, I haven't tried it yet, but it's my understanding that when you go to EWTN.com, they have a, a button called On Demand. And so you can click on the On Demand and it shows you another. It shows you past shows, so you could go to the show I was on, At Home with Jim and Joy, and look up the dates of that I was on. That was Wednesday and Thursday, January 24th and 25th, and uh, and watch the show yourself. And not only watch it, but watch it with your pastor, with your director of religious education, with the teacher at your Catholic school, with the person who runs your homeschool group, um, teach it or show it to your Bible study group, because we need to get this program out there. The whole goal of uh, of Love Ed, which is a, a beautiful program of five seminars that I talked about on the Jim and Joy show Wednesday and Thursday, there are five video discussion seminars for parents... One just for parents of kids aged 2 to 14. Another one for preteen boys with their dad. Another one for preteen girls just with their mom or some caring adult. I've done it with my own grandchildren. And, uh, and they're an accompanying workbook for each one. There's one for boys at uh, young adolescents, for girls at young adolescents, They're highly professional video productions, and they, uh, they help you. They empower you, parents, godparents, grandparents aunts, uncles, um, Knights of Columbus members. They are their beautiful, positive, Catholic-centered approach to human sexuality. And the context includes like the meaning of love. You know, what is friendship love, family love, married love? And each program then is age-appropriate, gender-specific, it's family-based. So there's such a need today for parents to be empowered, Whether or not they learned these teachings when they were younger, whether or not you lived these teachings, there's nothing on the market like this, like Love Ed, that fills this void of parent-child bonding in these conversations. Because we get feedback that's, um, that's absolutely wonderful, that a parent and child, one dad said, I've never had substantive conversations like this with my son in his whole life. And this is a 10 year old or a 12 year old. And, and the kids love it. It's like, finally, I got my mom's attention for 10 minutes and we got to talk about something I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. You know, so, so implement the Love Ed program in your home, in your parish, in your homeschool group, in your, your, Child's group of friends that are 4th, 5th grade or 5th and 6th grade um, together or the 7th and 8th grade group um, and, uh, and know that you have done everything that you can do um, to provide an education and information for them so they can make a difference. So I encourage you to look up Love Ed. You can go to my website respect4u.com and uh, get a copy of whatever level you need, boys or girls, level 1, level 2, or just get the parents guide. It has everything in it. If you need the streaming of the videos, we can send you instructions with your book on how to get free streaming of the videos to go with the books. And before I stop talking about Love Ed, I just want to tell you that the experience with Jim and Joy was absolutely wonderful. Going down to EWTN this week was great. Jim and Joy were, like, amazing. They are such amazing people. They're so hospitable. They're so kind. Way better than going on Oprah, Geraldo, where you had to debate and defend. They were just here to promote the truth and and so complimentary and i appreciate being on the show with them they were just lovely to be with and of course being at ewtn was great too they had awesome hospitality i stayed in the guest house there and got a tour of the station so it was a great experience so if you want to see that show where jim and joy at on the show at home with jim and joy interviewed me this week on january 24th and 25th i think i heard that you can go to Uh, ewtn.com, click On Demand, and hopefully find the show. Let me know if that works. (laughs) All right, let's get on with uh, today's show. If you've got some questions or personal problems and you'd like some free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective, call this number now, 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK, and I'll be back with your calls in just a moment.
0: Ever thought you'd make a bundle by trading in or selling your used vehicle only to find out it's worth a dinner for two? Well, it's much more valuable to donate your vehicle to Ave Maria Radio. Thousands of Americans donate their vehicle each year. The donation to Ave Maria is easy, tax-deductible, and supports our efforts to evangelize. A year from now, will you remember that dinner or your gracious and selfless donation? Go to AveMariaRadio.net to find out more. That's AveMariaRadio.net.
1: Food for the journey, Sister and Shield. You know, we would
3: avoid a lot of difficult arguments, just spouting off at the mouth as we sometimes say, just ask the Lord, give me the words to say. Maybe I'm rightfully angry, but if I just shout and yell and scream, what good is that going to be? Brothers and sisters, God can give us much more control over our anger, over our fear, over our language. And so whenever you're in a tight spot, just stop for a moment and say, Lord, what would you have me do here? God is good. I don't mean he's going to say words that will come down from heaven, but if you pause just for a moment, you'll get hold of yourself and you may well get a thought that you didn't have before and sometimes it's just quiet but it's enough to bring down the steam and then you think what is really right to say here you might be justifiably angry how do we respect the other person while we're correcting them please brothers and sisters let us open our hearts to God in those
1: moments Sister Ann Shields gives you food for the journey. Weekday mornings at 645 and again at 1130 on 990 Ave Maria Radio.
2: Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective by calling this toll-free number right now, 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. And I just got a quick message from a listener, Larry. You said the EWTN shows are on YouTube as well, so thanks, Larry, for prompt response. Give us all the information that we need. And uh, also, another so many things going on. I was wanted to talk about those readings today. Pretty amazing. And then, of course, the, week, the ones coming up for tomorrow. Um, but it's also Catholic Schools Week. And so I invited uh, Kevin Murphy to be on our show. He's the Vice President of Marketing Communications for the Cardinal Newman Society. We've had him on before. He talks about this, the standards that the Cardinal Newman Society set back in 1993 to find out if a school that says it's Catholic, is really Catholic. And so I invited Kevin on to, to be our first caller today while we're waiting for your calls and, uh, and chat a little bit about uh, what makes a Catholic school Catholic. So, Kevin, are you there? I am. Oh, thanks for coming up um, early in the morning. Of course, you're on the East Coast and not as early there as here. But, uh, but as, I'm, as our listeners are calling in, with their questions or personal problems today. So Melissa can take their calls while we're chatting. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK with your question or personal problem, as you might be struggling to live out your faith. And one thing that parents struggle with, and now grandparents. I was talking to my friend yesterday who said that she is just really hoping and praying that her her daughter-in-law sends their grandchild to a Catholic school because she's four and they're looking at preschools. So um, Kevin here, working with the Cardinal Newman Society in marketing communications, um, is part of an organization that helps us look at the standards that we should be looking for in Catholic schools. You know, what makes a Catholic school Catholic? So I'm so happy that you were able to come on for this segment this morning, Kevin. So thanks for being here. Oh, and thank you for the invitation. You're welcome. And so I know there were like three like, basic objectives of the Cardinal Newman Society. Maybe we can start there, and then you can tell us like what to look for when we go on those tours this Sunday, Catholic Schools Week. We go look at the school, because I know, and I've told you this before, I had a three-page question questionnaire when i was looking at my fourth child because by the i learned a lot with the first three and childhood school started changing so by the time it came to choose we i was choosing a high school for child number four and i had a three-page questionnaire for them and after the first three questions the admissions director and the freshman counselor both said nobody's asked these questions before and i said wow. well, that i'm just getting started like i said those are the easy wow. questions <laughs> so, so before I, i'm not going to go into my list i want to hear this this Standards that the Cardinal Newman Society is using, because first you just started with um, colleges, the list of colleges. Yes. Remember, so I, and that's wonderful. And I t- gave my kids, you know, the suggestion or no, the orders that if you go to one of these colleges that is truly Catholic, I'll pay anything outside of that. I won't, and uh, and that is um, how we. Decide. That's how they decided if they wanted to take out college loans or, they were, I would just work my butt off trying to <laughs> to, to uh, pay for their college. And so, um, so we've got some standards here. So tell us what are those standards, and then we can maybe answer what, um, you know, like what should parents look for Sunday at their yeah open
4: houses. First of all, Colleen, I, I can't imagine uh, watching you walk in with three pages of questions. <laughs> Once again, once again, you, you, are, you are the example uh, for others to follow. I, I, would, uh, I would ask everyone to go in with a list of questions. Because, you know, what happens for most people when they're choosing a school is it's almost like a drive-by decision, you know? You look over and you see the sign Catholic School. And you go, yeah, that's it. That must be the one. And I, I can't tell you how many people in this country have changed their lives um, by buying a home. You know, one of the most expensive things you're going to do by home mm-hmm. based on the decision of what they perceive to be a good school or a good school district without ever asking even one question off of mm-hmm. your list, mm-hmm. not, even, not even one. So, <laughs> so the first things you want to do is you do want to go in prepared. And, and I think because of the Internet, and the things that we have at our disposal today, that's easier than ever. But there's so many things that I would uh, ask people to do. And some of it is very simple. You know, you could ask about what curriculum you're using,
5: Mm -hmm. and then
4: when you ask about the curriculum, some people will say, well, we use a diocesan curriculum, but you really Mm -hmm. need to ask, you really need to dive into that. What does Mm -hmm. that mean? How much common core Mm. is inside of a diocesan curriculum? Ah. Does the school have a mission statement? And can you see that mission statement? Mm. You know, do, do children, Do the, how many times do you have, I just talked to a priest that had to transform a Catholic school in San Francisco, mm. and he initiated a Mass. Now, Colleen, he didn't initiate a Mass every day. He initiated a Mass on a monthly basis, and the people immediately balked. Mm. And and all you know, he was trying to do was have a mass once a month, and and people were immediately reactive. And so these are the kinds of things you should you should inquire about. Those are the easy questions that you got going in, and then you can get more in depth. You know, do you have policies on things like uh, how to teach human sexuality? You know, that seems to be a big issue today. Mm-hmm. Um, what about your literature? What kind of what kind of yes. books? Are yeah. you looking toward? You know, you and I have talked about this, and I mean, once again, as the overachiever that you are, I think you, you've <laughs> taught at every single level that I you, have. Right? I have
2: taught preschool I mean, or adult education, yeah. every grade, yeah. either science or religion uh, or yeah. health or so, PE. Yeah.
4: yeah, and you. So you know, there's there's so many things that you got to look out for, and it's and I, I would equate this to the things that are happening in our world today in government, where. There are certain langu- there's a language that people use to disguise deceptive activity. Ooh, and the language tell us. is very, uh, is very flowery. It sounds good. And then there's all this baggage behind that language that you didn't mm. even know. Um, I, I talk about this with like a diversity, uh, you know, or equity. Mm-hmm. Uh, inclusion, those diversity, equity, inclusion, and then you look at something like sustainability from a uh, which which comes in a lot of times on the environmental type things, and you don't even know that there's a heavy baggage associated with that. Mm-hmm. So, so those are just some of the guidelines. Ask those questions. Uh, you know, use Colleen as your example. Go <laughs> in with some questions. I just, you don't need three pages, but just ask a few of <laughs> One the page questions suffice.
2: Right. Well, that's wonderful. And uh, your questions about the human sexuality education, that was was one of the reasons why I pulled one of my children out of a school. Um, And they they insisted that that was the same as what we all wanted, and, and other parents pulled them out of the school as well. And you're right, the literature and history, you can sneak a lot of things into writing classes. And I'm working with my grandson that is in a public school, I know his mom's talking to him every day, but I worked. I went through my love ed program, program with him this summer, and it's you know it's all about virtue and, and Catholic thinking, and it's not just about human sexuality. But I had to prepare him like this. You, they might sneak this into if you're reading the Scarlet Letter. Like, are mm-hmm. they going to say adultery is okay? Or are they going to say culture is wrong? You know, like, and and other things they'll sneak in. And he started noticing that right away in their writing class that they started having them watch a mental health film and then they had to write an essay on it. So they were trying to squeeze a... well a brainwashing mental health class into a writing class and he was right on top of it he knew it was coming and he's like but I still have to get a good grade and I'm like well here here is how you can respond don't put your own first person into it don't be in there write it always third person objectively and state the truth you know so you're right that um, that was just a high school writing class that he's in right now that there is a lot of deception going on in there that they're feeding the Kids, something else saying oh we're you know this is English composition yeah right but he said he has no (laughs) option of anything else to write about they only can write about what they saw in that mental health movie and you can see the topics got you know crazier and crazier as the time went so what if we're looking at a grade school now and uh so what um what what are we looking for in their mission statement? And, uh, and is there any particular curriculum that that you know are working that we should be having our ears open for for a Catholic School Week? We might have only a few well, minutes before the, the break, so get, get started with that. We'll see if we have boy, to carry was, over. Okay,
4: so yeah, with, with Catholic Schools Week, one of the things I just uh, caution against is just what we talked about a second ago. Be careful of the language of things and really investigate them. Don't just... When you see a Catholic uh, school, make sure that it is truly Catholic. One of the things that the Cardinal Newman Society did was we developed a curriculum because we heard people saying they were borrowing curriculum. They went into Common Core, which was advanced by Bill Mm -hmm. Gates, Melinda Gates. They were using that, and they still, many, many people still use that in some portion. Mm-hmm. And so you got to look for that. But like in a mission statement, you said, what should we look for? What about words that say something like um, teaching in union with the Catholic Church?
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, what about, you know, to help students become, uh, you know, successful in this life, but most of all to become successful in the next life and share that life with God.
2: Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much, Kevin. Um, I think we've got all the information that we need to be ready to go um, to our open houses at the Catholic schools and ask them the right questions very kindly and very lovingly. And some of the questions you ask might help them be accountable for the Catholicism and the strength of Catholicism. Catholicism in their schools. Thank you so much, Kevin.
4: Thank you. God bless. Okay, God bless.
0: Teresa Tamio and Deacon Dom are coming to Belleville for a special event you won't want to miss. Join us for dinner and a presentation called How Practicing the Works of Mercy Brings Out the Best in Marriage on Friday, February 9th. Teresa and Deacon Dom have been leading marriage retreats and pilgrimages since their journey home to the Catholic Church. Come to St. Anthony Catholic Church on Friday, February 9th, starting with dinner at 6. Tickets are only $25 each and are going fast. More details at com.
7: When is the last time you really tried to understand someone? Where they were coming from, that is. I reached out to a few people following some social media commentary regarding politics and the COVID-19 pandemic because we clearly were not on the same page. No one took me up on the offer for that one-on-one meeting instead of hashing out differences on a public platform. However, that does not deter me from trying to understand where the other person's coming from. We may not always agree, but what happened to finding common ground? I first heard this principle after reading Stephen Covey's book, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. But the principle dates back much further than when he first wrote the book. It's a Christian principle. In Proverbs it reads, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Scripture is filled with this principle. We must first try to understand before being understood. This has been a Christ Center Communication Message. I'm Vanessa Denha Garmo, communications evangelist and host of Epiphany.
1: Light of the East Weekends on Ave Maria Radio.
8: I'm Father Thomas Loya. This week on Ave Maria, St. John Paul II reminded us that the church breathes with two lungs, two complementary expressions of the one same faith. But what is it that the two lungs have in common?
1: Now on Ave Maria Radio's newest FM stations, 105.5 FM in Southfield and 107.9 FM in Ann Arbor.
2: Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. If you call in, or stay tuned and wait for somebody else to call in, but it's time for you to call. There are lines open waiting to hear from you at this toll-free number, 877, that makes it toll-free, 573 seventy eight twenty five eight seven seven five pep talk but the k falls off, and for new callers when you call in, you get to talk to Melissa, who is great at multitasking she answers your calls or um, and then uh, puts the music on and off and engineers the whole show and the breaks and counts me down and answers your calls as well. So if she's a little late answering your call, be patient with her. She is there. And uh, so when you you talk to Melissa, she'll say, you've just called Mass Appeal. This is Ave Maria Radio. That's the producer of the show. And then she, just tell her your first name. We don't need to know your last name. And where you're calling from, like what state or the name of the radio station you're listening to so we can promote your local Catholic radio station or if you're listening on Alexa or Sirius Channel 130 or EWTN app or the Ave Maria app just uh just tell her where you're calling from and then just tell her the topic you want to discuss the particular question or personal problem that you have so it's that simple call this number 877-573-7825 first name where you're calling from the topic of your question, tell to Melissa. She'll put you on my board, and we'll take you when it's your turn. So give us a call. Maybe you're struggling just following the Ten Commandments. I know I had a great response the other day to the, the night prayer format as well. I've always had a great response to the, the Hidden Power of Kindness handout that I have. All those are on my Facebook fan page, as well as on my blog no I think I figured it out on my respect the number four the letter U respect for you website um, maybe living out some of those virtues like how do I love this person in that situation or how can I kind when somebody treats me badly or how can I understand what's going on and be uh, patient um, and understanding and use that gift of the Holy Spirit when the person around me does XYZ Or maybe you're struggling to follow one of those Ten Commandments. I did have a great response for that night exam. People emailed me and said, hey, that was, you know, I, I never thought of examining my conscience every night on those Ten Commandments. And even if you just use the first one, did I put God number one today? That's what the first commandment is. I'm the Lord your God. You will not have any strange gods before me. And some people have God have made their work a god. Um, some people have made, you know, even their hobby a god, or volunteer work a god, or a person their god, or television their god. You know, so you might even be struggling with the first commandment before we even get to saying bad words or not using God's name in vain habitually. So, so look at that. That's on my Facebook fan page or on my blog on my website. Um, A night exam, the hidden power of kindness, how to tame your tongue, all those things are there to help you. And if you have a question or personal problem, call now. The number is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Michael from Ohio, listening on Sacred Heart Radio. Thanks for calling, Michael. You're on the air now. What's your question, Michael?
9: hi Colleen. um i'm an arbor- I'm an arborist and i 'm uh at a place where I want to transition what I do as a consecrated um, teacher through arbor culture through the new evangelization and i like for instance, I had this incredible um, impact with a few times that I've done in a tree workshop at schools uh, Catholic schools anyway
8: mm-hmm.
9: where I would show the disorder of the roots around trees right there on their own campus wow. and I let the kids cut the I let the kids cut these roots, which directly relate to Jesus teaching you know the sower in the soil how that is a disorder, and it's choking the tree from uh producing and it's amazing when they cut the root and it pops like a banjo string they'll say wow the tree can breathe now and then and then i'll and when i explained to the kids that this is part of your life an attachment to uh how you feel you're connected in a self-image versus true self-knowledge to heaven i said Mm -hmm. this is what the psalmist was trying to create for you is to abide in jesus so i'm finding that there's Um, like a sacramental connection to trees and, and how Jesus took that. He even told his apostles, he says, if you don't understand this parable, you won't understand anything. And it's like, to me, it's like the number one tool of being naturally supernatural to contemplate the right order of a tree. And yet, I tell people all the time that I'm working with. I said we pay grass people to kill our trees because the whole reason they put mulch around the tree is to make it look like a telephone pole, is so that they can walk around it with, the, with their mowers, and also so that so they can so that they can continue the disorder of the grass under the tree. So. You know, it's not sustainable, grass and trees. I tell, you know, trees are in a forest, grass is in the plains or the buffalo room. So you got to pay money to one or the other, and, and it's usually almost 100% of the time grass. So it's like all these problems we're having in urban forestry, uh, and even with the whole water percolation rate and, and water runoff, it's like if... I know that's what Pope Francis is trying to get to, and he's talking about let's strive for a true human ecology, which mm-hmm. I believe he's saying, we gotta really contemplate the natural order that's how God made us in the garden to understand um, the supernatural. And so I'm trying to uh, somehow find uh, someone else, uh, you know, I haven't found anybody in my archdiocese of Cincinnati yet. Although I'm on the Franciscan alumni board here with the, uh, the friars, I was at their minor seminary for a while and it, oh, it closed into my junior year. Ah. I never. Oh, to no. the, yeah, but you know it's like uh, we're having a meeting this afternoon about. I'm trying to take uh, what I do to a level of contemplation. We, we've got the oldest. Con- uh, conservation of forestry here in Cincinnati, Mount Airy Forest. That oh. was the first uh, establishment. And it's right across the street from St. Anthony Shrine that, the, oh my that the friars own. And they're like saying, we're not sure what we're going to do with this property. <laughs> and I said, I know what oh, to do. We, oh. we, need to, we need to create this, uh, like, sand yes. trees through the forest with the young people, because they love hanging out there. Yes. It's a you know, like 1,500 acre. And oh then literally goodness. cross... Cross Coleraine Avenue like we're crossing the Jordan into the Promised Land, and ascend, uh, and it's a hill. We, we literally have to go up a hill to St. Anthony Shrine. It's 150 acres, and let St. Anthony, you know, basically help us find our vocation. So that's what I'm calling it this afternoon. I'm saying, guys, let's let's try to develop a tool to attract young people to prayer and contemplation of the natural order. To cultivate a, a, a strong sense of the, what their vocation is. And so I I'm, I'm kind of, you know, uh, clumsily trying to find a way to, to to find somebody else. And when I heard your program again this morning, I said, wow, I bet Colleen would have some advice or maybe you know somebody in Cincinnati oh my goodness. Who, who wanted to do this with me, you know. So I'm 60 years old and I'm, I've raised my four sons, I, I, I've i raised three other nephews, i got a great grand. Nephew, I'm raising and fostering right now. It's like, wow, the Lord's just blessing me with. How do I invest in men oh my
4: goodness. to become,
9: to grow, you know, into uh, being strong, courageous men? Oh my goodness,
2: no this is amazing. Can you hold on during the break? I'm very excited about this, Michael. Okay, we'll talk to you in a moment. Okay, right. bye.
10: Maybe you've been hearing a lot about the need to make a spiritual communion while participating from home in a live-streamed or broadcast Mass. There's more to it than reciting the act of spiritual communion. We should begin by having sincere repentance for our sins and affirming our belief that Christ's death redeemed us. Next, we call to mind the spiritual gifts found in Christ's sacrifice and thank God earnestly for them. Now we are disposed to pray the traditional prayer of spiritual communion. Jesus, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. What was the
11: sin that exiled man from the Garden of Eden? It was the sin of disobedience, according to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, and it was Jesus' obedience to the Father that reopened the possibility of paradise to the human race. He took on our sins, he who never sinned, in order to incur expiation for our offenses. No mere human, however holy, could achieve such a feat. Christ's divinity alongside his humanity made him unique. Thus, he was the only Savior able to reconcile the world to God because he was God. In taking on a human nature, Jesus opened the avenue for us to partner with him in the Paschal Mystery. He asks his disciples to take up their own crosses and follow his example by offering our sufferings up as expiation for sin, thus giving redeeming merit to misery. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the
12: Catechism.
1: You're listening to Ave Maria Radio. Ave Maria Radio.
12: Thank you.
2: morning. Welcome to Mast Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show with your question or personal problem is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. This is Colleen Kelly Mast. I'm a mom, a wife, a Mother, cousin, Aunt, and uh, a teacher long time teacher and now I teach you when you 're here and, and when i 'm on TV here uh, when i 'm uh, out speaking and so i 'm just happy to be here with you today and i 'm also a life coach and so i've a clientele of people who want more help than the eight minutes they can get on the radio, and so they sign up at my website, respect the number four the letter u dot com and have a private session or Series of private sessions with me to uh, help them work through their problems. But for now, you can get free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective for the next hour and 20 minutes by dialing this toll free number, 877 573 7825. 877 5PEP Talk. You can call now while I'm finishing up with Michael. Melissa can answer your call. Tell her your name, where you're calling from, and the topic of your question. I'm really excited about Michael, <clears throat> of course, being a former science teacher and a, a theology teacher, that this comes together so beautifully that I love God, and I love how we can see God's handiwork in creation, that he created everything, that science reflects his powers, orderliness. It's just so exciting. So, um, So, Michael... Do you have, um, like, obviously, you do, do you do, like, school field trips, I would guess, um, or do you go to the school and and, um, and teach them this there, how you pull this together, the, uh, the God, the creator, and God, the, the perfect artist, the perfect scientist, and um, do you have something already set that we can build on over there in Cincinnati at this Shrine of St. Anthony?
9: Well, that's a good question. No, I'm actually at the uh, very ground level of trying to create this. Okay. Um,
2: All right. Do you have a website or um, any of this information can be found?
9: I'm working on that. I've oh, okay. Doing All right. Stuff. I just took on my own, um, just work in my business called Out on a Limb Tree Care. And I, oh, my goal I is it. to take young people just out on a limb, so to speak, take risks. Their
6: life
2: oh, I love obedience
9: it. obedience to the Lord, you know.
2: Okay. All so right. I so I you're getting started really from scratch.
9: Okay. Amen, yeah. And so, All right. basically, I'm tra- I say I'm say, transitioning a career of just doing the work out in the field to wanting to now, you know, offer it as a gift to my through my parish. Uh, you know, what's mm-hmm. interesting, Colleen, is that John the Baptist, that's my... I grew up... that Matthew 3 really stood out to me how that's what John the Baptist says. He cuts out the disorder of the roots that are causing trees to not be fruitful. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, Lord, that's even providentially my terrorism to to grow into why I can bloom where I'm planted. <laughs> That's kind of like the book I'm trying to write, Bloom Where You're Planted and Grow Like a Tree.
6: Oh, I love uh, it. I love it. And just just
9: basically awesome. show the divine providence that is so intentional of God the Father in my life. Oh, uh, even right God. here, and, and I don't know if you've developed anything in regards to what this return on investment is, Apostolically, like for instance, uh, one of the early archbishops of Cincinnati, Archbishop Purcell, he was for 50 years, but as an Irishman with a French name, um, he saw all these Germans coming in in the 1830s, and which was some of was my great, uh, great, great grandparents, but he, he asked the Lord, Lord, what do I do to form these Germans? And he said, well, invite the German friars. So he, He did from Austria, and that's where the German friars started in America, was here in Cincinnati in 1840, but it wasn't without a lot of (laughs) struggle and problems with how that was going to be established. So I, you know, I'm a part of that, or, uh, you could say, not, you know, part of that group, but I'm trying to just like say, I'm a cross pollination of my mother's, uh, she, she, she grew up in the Franciscan parish. I'm a fifth generation from that, and my dad's side is a diocesan. So, so I got St. Clement and St. John the Baptist. And I'm just trying to show how I'm a return, even on my parents', uh, wedding day which was July 14th you know mm-hmm. St. Cateri Ticoises Chiefs Day that um, i am also been... Pra- and I, my best friend who died here last year, he was
2: Navajo. He was Native American. Oh, my goodness. Was, You've got such a background. Again. Okay, <laughs> great. I've got some ideas for you. Okay, I do you to transition into this. First of all, when you, when Melissa wrote on the uh, board that you were in Arborist, so I was like, oh, I wish he lived here because I need my uh, apple tree and my prune tree, um, my my apple tree and pear tree prune, and, uh, and it just costs way too much money. So you're probably making a lot of... Um, more being an arborist than you would be in a speaker for catholic schools but i'm going to suggest that you start like if you have flexible time start like pick a day of the week or a, a, or a certain couple afternoons a week and and write up a flyer of what you do and think of a clever title maybe some of our listeners will call in with the title um just you know say um you know and make it some kind of rhetorical question like how can i learn about god through trees, or God in nature, how do they connect, or, you know, something like that, so they'd have a title for it, and then put this out to middle school and high school science teachers, and then maybe even theology teachers, especially those schools that integrate their curriculum, start even with homeschool groups, and give tours, bring them in there, and take them through these trees, do the explanations, move from tree to tree, so the kids get to to move around a little bit, and then create for yourself a, a regular talk maybe an hour presentation that gets them involved and and maybe even they end up writing a prayer based on i'm the vine you are the branches or something like that at the end and so make this a a field trip for small groups and offer it to them through schools and then charge probably what you'd charge for an hour pruning a tree like don't undercut yourself um, because they're gonna they have little budgets for uh for field trips as well and then start developing that. And after you've done this for a while, I don't know if it's going to take you months or years. Like when I first developed my growing up, you know, mother-daughter program and father-son program, you see each time you perfect it a little bit. You hear what questions they the kids are asking, and then you put those questions in your presentation itself. And then see how that goes by inviting them uh, to, uh, you know, to to come as a field trip, and then talk to the people at that shrine that you. Said that you climb up the hill, did you say to the Saint Anthony shrine, and you can do these presentations right there as you 're climbing the hill and teaching them theology and science together, and then maybe you can find there you know i 'll leave your phone number with our call screener maybe there's a donor or benefactor that can help you d- develop you know how museums have those little stands with the information on it you might be able to develop different stations where they can stop and get information put on there so people could come by even when you're not giving the tour and they they could come read this and kind of climb up the hill and hear your science and theology mixed together and so maybe through that shrine there's going to be a donor that would love to hear this that will go to your tour and then offer it once a week just for lay people not school children necessarily and to connect this God the creator with the science of life here through the trees and, and I think this is a beautiful beautiful idea to help people connect God and his creation to under for, and for us understanding God through his creation through the science there because we have a lot of kids that they leave high school and they start doubting they go to college and they think science is disconnected from God and this way you're leading them to God so I'm real excited about this why don't you leave your phone number, Michael, with our call screener, Melissa, and if somebody else is excited about it, especially if you're in the Cincinnati area or you have that same passion for the, the understanding God through science and want to donate to to maybe make some kind of a, um, a not a shrine, well, on the way to the shrine, some kind of pathway museum-style thing on the outside and help him get started in this, leave your number and w- with uh, Melissa as well. We can link you up with Michael here, who Going to leave his number with Melissa. So this is beautiful. This is a gift from God. This is using your gifts. This is an example of using your gifts, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and the talents and education He's given you to lead people to God. So I'm really excited about that, Michael. I I'm glad uh, I'm glad to be able to promote it for you. And I, uh, if you have any questions, yeah. uh, you've yeah. got my email address. Okay. God bless you, Michael. Thanks. Thanks Thank so you much for pleasure. the call. Uh, I'm honored. Uh, I'm so encouraged by that. That's beautiful. All right, uh, a little late for our break. We will be back with more calls right after this message.
13: On the next epiphany.
2: Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. Hi, Vanessa
7: Denha Garmo here. I am so excited that Father Steve Teja will join us to invite everyone to a Chaldean Mass celebrated by Bishop Francis Calibet and discuss how we can build relationships between the rites. It's Catholic Schools Week. Kevin Murphy from Cardinal Newman Society joins us.
13: Epiphany, weekdays
8: at noon on Ave Maria Radio. Fire on the Earth. Peter Herbeck. Jesus said, you're the light of the world. And one of the things that he meant by that was the Christian people understand the larger story that's unfolding in history. So as St. Paul said, as the saints echoed very clearly, we're now living through just a, a short moment, a slight momentary affliction, he calls it, in this life, which is going to make way and lead us to an eternal glory beyond all compare. The secret to the fruitfulness and the strength of the apostles was that they lived with a clear vision of the future, an eternal perspective, fixed on the destiny of where their life was headed. And they lived with the realization that, wow, yeah, life is very short here. Everything is temporary. Nothing here in this world is ultimately going to last except the ultimate destinies, the eternal destinies of every human being that exists on the earth. And they knew that whether good things were coming their way or bad things from the world's perspective were coming away, nothing could steal from them. Nothing could take away the gold that was in their heart, the treasure that they bore. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. Peter Herbeck
1: spreads fire on the earth. Weekday mornings at six thirty, and again at eleven forty-five on nine ninety Ave Maria Radio.
2: Welcome to Mass Appeals, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. We've got a serious topic coming up here soon. The number to get on today's show, this hour, or the next whole hour is eight seven seven five seventy three seventy eight twenty five eight seven seven five pep talk call and get in line for next hour already i'm so excited to talk to Michael and it brought back memories of when I was teaching science I started to teach science at a Catholic school part time and um, i i the first couple lessons i use the scripture I'm the vine you are the branches and so we did a science experiment I had the kids cut off a vine from a plant and see how long it would take to die and so they would track different plants which ones you know die sooner which ones turn brown and uh and I um and I tried to introduce The concept of prayer in science class by saying that when you, uh, if you over the summer if you're not praying every day or going to mass weekly like we do at school, uh, then you're um, and you're not participating in the sacraments that your faith can dry up and and the grace dries up. And I remember one dad that had several children at the school came to me and he said, says my children have been learning more religion in their science class (laughs) and sometimes they learn in religion class and so uh, we can tie that in so beautifully so I thank Michael for the call he's left his number with our call screener if anybody wants to join with him or help him or support him or encourage him um, you can call and get his number as well so that's pretty exciting and now we've got a serious call I don't know if we'll finish it before the music starts playing but Ken I had this same thought all week with the the publicity of the march for life and somebody touched on it last year but nobody did this year ken from new york listening on sirius xm radio has an important topic for us to discuss here ken you are on the air right now
5: well thank you for taking my call. yeah I, I i listen to a lot of the speeches from march for life and there is no accountability on the part of men uh, i have three sons and i raised them i said you know you're going to have your girlfriends you can date and everything but just remember that 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 girl is not a conquest but your future wife Mm-mm. you know and if you're going to if you're going to do mature adult things then you got to do and respond in you know uh pay the you know be accountable for those mature and adult things you know, and, uh. Like
2: adultery, right?
5: <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I, 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 Sometimes, uh, on Fridays, we go to Planned Parenthood,
6: mm-hmm. and we
5: stand outside, and the non Catholic version of, uh, you know, because we're, we're pretty quiet, but, uh, there's, you know, megaphones and, and, and pictures, and, and, you know, nobody's, nobody's holding, the the men accountable at all and saying, you know, you have a responsibility, you know,
2: you can't free will it, you know. yeah it's so so important you 're right, and we have um and i and the the compassion for mothers is wonderful we 've got that part right we 've got crisis pregnancy yeah. centers we 've got people donating diapers and bottles and all the things, but we 're forgetting to hold the men responsible and accountable for that and I like what you said to your sons the girls not being a conquest, but the accountability on the part of men is something absolutely missing seeing both in our catechesis i know that uh, archbishop um of kansas city had mentioned Archbishop nauman had mentioned that when he was interviewed on a blog by mary helen fiorito he talked about like why aren't we talking about chastity more what happened to the beauty of chastity and so when we realized we when actually when i my girlfriend and i were deciding what can we do for this pro-life movement when we were horrified by the legalization of abortion and she was going to work at birthright and i said you know know i think god's calling me to help prevent this at a different level and so that's where i became a promoter and teacher of chastity and abstinence and wrote love and life and sex respect because we have to respect our powers to give life down at the beginning so hang on let's let's wrap up this a little bit now because i know the music's going to start playing but uh, let's talk about this a little bit more kind of uh, what can we do as a culture to hold men more accountable yes you've taught your sons i taught my sons the culture is just i don't even want to describe what is going on in terms of men just do whatever they want and then leave these poor girls and it's almost become a cultural phenomenon of these fatherless families these single moms so we'll be back with more of mass appeal right after this message
13: This week on Christ is the Answer, Father John shows us how to grow in our faith. You have been anointed by the Holy One. Okay, what now? It's time to grow in our relationship with God and to strengthen our faith. But how do we grow? Attending Mass, reading Scripture and other books about Jesus and the saints, and much more. Join us this week as Father John shows us how to grow in our faith, as well as getting us ready for a year of faith. Tune in for Christ is the Answer Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on Ave Maria Radio.
1: The doctor is in on Ave Maria Radio. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray Garendi here. Let us take your child from the before picture on Brass today to poster child for PTA Parent of the Year. If you tune in, hopefully we can make that happen. Dr. Ray Garendi, week weekdays at 1 on Ave Maria
13: Radio. This is Life News Radio. I'm Jim Anderson. Abortion drugs can act in at least two ways to jeopardize women even before the demise of the child. One is they block progesterone, which triggers not only fetal starvation but often painful reactions in the mother's body. The other relates to undiagnosed ectopic pregnancies connected to FDA no longer requiring in person doctor visits. The painful reactions can conceal dangerous ectopic pregnancies with even looser interpretations of these weak guidelines. Now, Washington State, as a model for the rest of the nation, is training pharmacists to both prescribe and dispense these drugs. Wisconsin is in turmoil as an older abortion ban is being challenged in court. Its legislature is fighting over both pro-life and pro-abortion legislation. Everything from funding pregnancy support, postpartum care and adoption, to legalizing abortion up to 14 weeks. This is Life News Radio. The View The accurate view of the human person changes everything. The news you hear and see pertaining to the human person has the power to inform or misinform your opinions and what you do with the gift of life and what you allow your government to do. It's why we at this station offer news on the life issue. We hope you carefully assess what you hear, read, and view. In other headlines, criticizing President Joe Biden's pro-abortion rally this week, Virginia Bishop Michael Burbage says it's incredibly devastating to see abortion displacing the president's sacred duty to protect life. British Parliament has temporarily tabled efforts to introduce unlimited abortion up to birth, and the World Health Organization is opening the door to abortion as part of its mission to advance public health. For pro-life headlines delivered to your email address daily, sign up at lifenews.com. This has been Life News Radio.
1: 990 WDEO, Ypsilanti, Detroit, W300CO Dexter, an Ave Maria radio station, and on the net at avimariaradio.net.
2: hour of Mast Appeal. We've got some good questions on the line and we're waiting for yours too at 877-573-7825 to make this second hour happen. You do it with your calls. This is Colleen Kelly Mast. I've been married for like it's getting closer to 50 years now. I have five adult children, seven grandchildren so far, um, and two sons that are still single, one that had a girlfriend, just broke up with her, so I told him, like, go on Catholic Madge, Come on the show. Let me find you a beautiful 30-year-old girl that's just waiting for a Prince Charming with a big loving heart like yours. So let that other girl go that you just broke up with. She wasn't right for him anyway, so, oh, boy. So anyway, my heart was aching last night. I got to talk to him after the show. But uh, so anyway, five adult children, seven grandchildren, and I've been here on Catholic Radio for 24 years, offering free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. During COVID, I got certified as a life coach. I have clients of all ages to help you. If you need more than eight minutes of advice, <laughs> or your question's so private you you can't believe uh, that you can talk about it and you just want to do it privately, um, you can look at my website. Respect the number four, the letter U dot com and sign up for a life coaching session you can go there and get my books Love and Life A Christian Sexual Morality Guide for Teens Sex Respect The Public School Option of two, Sexual Freedom From an Abstinence Perspective or my Love Ed Get a Love Ed Parents Guide it'll help you answer your kids questions from the time they just find themselves in the bathtub at age 2 until they are doing something intentionally and don't even know it's wrong when they're 14 and so any of those questions that you, they ask you or that you need to bring up because they aren't asking questions. You can find that in my Love Ed, Raising Kids That Are Strong, Smart, and Pure Parent's guide, and then there are other four, four other books: Father Son Level One, Father Son Level Two, Mother Daughter Level One, Mother Daughter Level Two. And the Level One is for the pre-puberty. What changes are going to be taking place in your body, and what virtues you need to grow in while your body's changing? And then, as these changes are taking place, you do Level Two, and this goes through the uh, what love really is, the different kinds of love, the facts of life, and the meaning of life. And again, how do you? bond as a Catholic to to see the beauty and goodness of puberty and maintain your purity and chastity. So I was a young teacher that God just... Told me to do this. Really, I have a master's in health education and specialties in human sexuality education. So I thank God for my upbringing, being second oldest of nine children, where we kept asking. My mom was pregnant or nursing all the time, so we had a lot of questions. And uh, thank God for the opportunity to be a life coach and the opportunity here to be on Catholic Radio with you. So your calls drive the show. You decide what we're talking about this hour coming up. The number is eight seven seven five seven seventy three seventy eight twenty five eight seven seven five Pep talk. And we just left off talking to Ken who talked to his son saying, Where is the men's responsibility? And I'm right on board with that. And that's probably why I wrote these books. But do you know when I was teaching in the high school classroom, the boys were so happy to find out they should keep their pants on, wait until marriage, not try to uh, do things to turn their girlfriend on or or, um, do things that married couples should be doing on their honeymoon when you're not on your honeymoon. And uh, when people ask, can you write this down? That's where love and life came. And when I was working on my master's at a public university in health education, that's how I developed sex respect and so we it's so important but anyway the men the, the teenage boys were so happy it took the pressure off of them yay I can date without worrying about making a move without violating what my instinct my, my pure conscience tells me to do to respect this woman to respect her beauty in such a way that I hold her in high esteem even if I have to have her on a pedestal I respect um, all the good that and all the virtue that God has within her and then girls live up to that respect and so we have teachings throughout the scriptures that remind us of the importance and that even though that right now in our culture we don't have consequences for guys I mean that leads us right to this morning's readings and you know how I love to talk about either today's readings or tomorrow but I mean today's readings King David got caught (laughs) his sins came out in the open And Nathan, the prophet, you know, David was hiding this sin. And and those of you that know this story of King David, he was lusting. He was idle. All his guys, his armies were out at war. He was idle. He was watching Bathsheba over on the next castle on the balcony and lusted after her. Had her come over, had relations with her as if he was married to her. She got pregnant. So then he decides to kill her husband, has him put at the front lines of the battle, and uh, to to cover up. No, no. First he had not come, for, had uh, Uriah the Hittite come home and have, in hopes of having him having relations as his wife, so they'd think the baby was Uriah the Hittite. But Uriah, Uriah was so faithful to David and knew that that uh, would. Take take. take away his energy to be the great soldier he wanted to be he did not have relations so that's when david came covered it up with the murder tried to deceive everybody and uh and then nathan the prophet in this morning's readings comes and says, whoa, you know, he gives him an analogy, and he says, you are that man, (laughs) you know, you have stolen something that belongs to someone else, and that's that relationship with Uriah um, and his wife, and you've taken her to be your wife, and when Nathan brings that out you know we see God showing that there are consequences and David said to Nathan I have sinned he admitted his sin I've sinned against the Lord and the Lord on his part has forgiven your sin and you won't die but you've utterly spurned the Lord by this deed and the child born to you must die so there are consequences in God's house maybe you're not going to see them until you're at your last judgment but Men do not get off free. David didn't. So read this morning's first reading in the book of Samuel, chapter 12 that David did get caught in his adultery, God had a consequence, but then David repented so so deeply, so sadly, he cried um, and the, the child became desperately ill, David kept a fast, you know he wore sackcloth, lie on the ground, um, you know just repentant as anything and this is where we get these beautiful psalms that we pray when we catch ourselves in sin and know we need to go to confession, that psalm this morning create a clean heart in me, O." God and I know that St. Augustine prayed that psalm often as well a clean heart create for me O God in a steadfast spirit renew within me cast me not out from your presence and your Holy Spirit take not from me this is Psalm 51 one of the beautiful penitential psalms of King David after he had committed adultery and murder to cover it up and then deception of lying after his lust so He asked God, give me back the joy of your salvation, and a willing spirit sustain in me. I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall return to you. Free me from blood guilt, O God, my saving God, and then my tongue shall revel in your justice. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. David was truly, truly sorry. And those of you out there that need to repent of their past, instead of making excuses and saying, oh, well, everybody's doing it, Be sorry. Repent. Or someday you're going to face those consequences of God. It might be your child facing those consequences. Your child may have been aborted or being raised by a single mom, never knowing who their dad was. So you've got to be super sorry. Repent. Turn to God. Pray that Psalm 51 or any of those beautiful penitential psalms. And get yourself to confession, even if it was in the past. Even if you haven't been to confession in a long time. Bless me, Father, I've sinned. I haven't been to confession in 30 years, you could say. And uh, and say, and, and, uh, there's some sins in my past that are weighing on me that I'm now truly sorry for because I kind of justified and made excuses for them later on. And so you can Repent. Turn around and make a difference and maybe start teaching in your parish about God and about God's love. And maybe you can get Love Ed implemented in your parish. Actually, in the beginning of the Love Ed Parent Guide, I start with the story of King David. It's in the introductory pages when parents say, "Oh, what if I didn't live all these teachings? How can I teach love ed to my children and go through these videos and these workbooks and discuss purity with them and discuss virtue with them? Well, I use King David as an example. That God's mercy is greater than our sin. And God does not hold this against us when we truly repent and come to him with a sorrowful heart and ask him, as David did, to open our lips and our mouths will proclaim his praise. Give me back the joy of your salvation, a willing spirit, sustain in me, and I will teach transgressors your ways. That's why so many people now in the pro-life movement are people who maybe failed at some aspect of that, whether it's chastity or respect for life after a child was conceived or not taking care of their family as they should. And, uh, and they, they turn to God with great repentance, and they want to do re- reparation, repair the damage. And so many of the pro-life workers are people who are forgiven, not perfect, that they've come around and didn't hear the message well or didn't take it in when they were young. And now are looking back saying, what can I do to make up the difference? So think of how we can make up the difference, even for all the other sinners. How can we repair the damage? I know at our parish we have a holy hour on Thursday nights in reparation for the sins of the whole world. And uh, there are lots lots of sexual sins out there and lots of irresponsibility when it comes to our power to love so back to the, the jim and joy show if you didn't see me on jim and joy at home with jim and joy on ewtn tv this week you can we learn to find it on youtube you can go to ewtn.com and Look at On Demand of the this last Wednesday and Thursday show. And they interviewed me and get your DRE, your pastor, your homeschool group, your school principal uh, on board with teaching Love Ed. We have to teach chastity better. We need to teach virtue. And Love Ed is the program that does this. With such a positive and beautiful um, direction. It doesn't come from the direction of sin or commandments or, you know, you're bad. It comes from this perspective of beauty. An innocence. It's like nothing you've ever seen. Even physicians, doctors who come with their children to the the parish program. That if I put it on locally, they um, they're like so happy. Like oh, I didn't know how to put this in. Light. I know it in medical language. I didn't know how to put this in words that my ten year old or twelve year old or fourteen year old can understand. So they they thank me for that. So. Get a copy of Love Ed, whatever levels, or get every book if you can, get the parent's guide, get the streaming to the videos, put this on at least for the parents of your parish, and they will want the other seminars, the father-son seminar, the mother-daughter seminar. So go to respect respect the number four, the letter u.com, and let's... Uh Help people and we can do reparation for the sins of King David and everyone and make a difference in our culture so we can hold men and women responsible for their powers to give life. And we can eliminate abortion through purity and chastity. But we always remember God's mercy. Don't let that get in your way. And I, I said, I don't know if I said this on a show, but I've said it often that if God wasn't so merciful. He would not have let his son Jesus come out of the family of David. Can you imagine? He could have said, Hey, no, David, you really messed up. This adultery, this lust, this murder. I'm not letting my son come out of your family. But no, God is so merciful. He still had... Jesus, come from the family of David, the lineage of David. So goodness can come out of your lineage as well. So train your children well. Get copies of Love Ed. If they're older, get Love and Life or Sex Respect. And, uh, and teach purity well and so that we can respect life back to the power to give life instead of just picking up the pieces all the time, which was what we've been doing for many years. You give us a call, too. Call us with your question or personal problem as you're trying to live out your face. We've got Allison and Rocco on the line, and uh, room for you. The number is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK, and we will be back in a moment.
4: The Bench Pub in Livonia, how can I help you? Is
10: your chili really as amazing as you claim?
4: Yes, sir. Made with fresh Eastern Market beef and our secret blend of spices, our recipe even won the West Virginia State Chili Championship. It's so popular, we only have one bowl left today. Oh, wow. I'll be right there. Homemade award
1: winning chili only at the Bench Pub. On Five Mile Road in Livonia, mention Ave Maria Radio
4: for 10% off. It's time for Family Man with Dr. Gregory Popcha. Household chores aren't just tasks that need to be done. They're a way for family members to learn to take care of each other. Families who create daily working-together rituals don't see tasks like washing dishes or cleaning up the family room or folding laundry simply as things to do. By doing them together, these tasks become a way for family members to say, I love you, and you can count on me to show up, not just for the fun stuff, but all the other stuff, too. Family working together rituals help families connect around caring for each other and their home. And that's one reason family rituals for working together are such an important part of Catholic family life. To discover more ways your family can celebrate the liturgy of domestic church life, check out the newest editions of Parenting with Grace and visit CatholicCounselors.com. I'm Dr. Greg Popchank, but you can call me Family Man.
13: To discover more ways faith can enrich your life, visit CatholicCounselors.com.
0: Ever thought you'd make a bundle by trading in or selling your used vehicle only to find out it's worth a dinner for two? Well, it's much more valuable to donate your vehicle to Ave Maria Radio. Thousands of Americans donate their vehicle each year. The donation to Ave Maria is easy, tax-deductible, and supports our efforts to evangelize. A year from now, will you remember that dinner or your gracious and selfless donation? Go to AveMariaRadio.net to find out more. That's AveMariaRadio.net.
2: Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. I can even make chastity sound fun, as well as the Church's teaching is against birth control and natural family planning and against abortion and against test tube babies and IVF, that there is beauty and goodness and truth in God's teachings. And uh, so, if you have some questions, or a personal problem, a relationship you're trying to to, uh, repair in your life, give me a call. Today's Gospel talks about that story of Jesus in the boat, you know, that uh, the other boats were there. They're crossing the other side. And this violent storm, the squall came up, and waves are breaking over the boat, so it it's filling up, and Jesus was at the stern, and he's sleeping on a cushion. Is your life like that? Is there a storm surging in your life, and you think, Jesus is sleeping, and you're praying, Lord, don't you care that I'm struggling with this personal problem? I'm drowning in this personal problem? And he wakes up, and he says, Be able. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he says, why are you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? They were filled with awe, and the wind and the seas obeyed him. Well, give me a call. If there's a storm going on in your life, I'm not God. I cannot calm the storm, but I can maybe give you the confidence and help you look at the storm and sail through it in the great way that god would have you do that with great virtue so give me a call with your question or personal problem your calls drive the show here the number is 877-573-7825-877-5 pep talk our next caller is allison from michigan listening on ave maria radio the producer of this show so welcome to the show allison you are on the air now how can i help you today
14: Oh, hi, Colleen. My daughter, Ann, she had. She said your program was brought to her school where she teaches and she, for moms and daughters a couple years ago, and she just loved it. Oh,
2: she good. said it
14: was so good.
2: It is, empowers parents so, in the relationship. Thank, you, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome.
14: Hey, I do have a burning question, and this program has had so many um, appropriate uh, um, segments for this question. Um, my youngest daughter... Is 33 and she has been praying to Saint Joseph, and so now she's dating this lovely man, Joseph. But Aww. I, this tears my hair out, I tell you. Um, he, he stays in her apartment on the sofa, and she stayed in his. And she had said before she went to visit him, she had said, and it's eight hours away, she had said, Well, you know, is there some place I can stay? And when she got there. Oh, uh, you stay in my bedroom and I'll stay on the sofa. And I was so incensed about that. I thought I do not respect a young man who does that. He's thirty. Mm. And so I was. I put it in Saint Joseph's hands, but I thought, oh, here they pray to Saint Joseph, but they don't abide by um, mm. the safeguards. And so now I'm wondering what I. I finally wrote out a couple of paragraphs and had my uh, family give it to her who's going to see her she's an hour from me and i just said i'm not going to ask about this ever again i just hope and pray that you find joy in doing um the safeguards that will protect you because god loves you and i'm not going to ask her about it ever again but her sisters she has several i've asked them to do something <laughs> let them do it <laughs> I said, I said. They said, Mom. A year ago, I did mention it to Teresa. I said, I think every one of you once a month. uh, Do you have a place for him to stay, Teresa? Where does he stand? Do you have a place for um, her to stay, Joseph? Where does she stand? I think we need. I just wish my family had that guts to to uh, put him on the spot and Mm -hmm. put her, you know, privately. Mm-hmm. challenge him so I love how that man called today oh my gosh do we need him in the family yes yes talk to the young man about safeguards so Colleen what's yes. your advice okay all right and of course the two
2: things that come to me are two prayers uh lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil and avoid the near occasion of sin in the act of contrition so uh, Uh, You know, I think having your family bring it up is great. I don't know why you said you weren't going to do it again, but you might. Um, You don't want to nag them, but there are certain questions that they need to ask themselves. Um, First of all, do you pray the Our Father? And what do you think when you hear that line, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil? Did you have the back of your mind, your malformed part of your conscience say, I'll lead myself there. And then a question such as, don't you love each other? Don't you have hormones? How can you live in your pajamas through the night on the same couch and not find that an occasion of sin and a temptation? And you can can affirm their goodness. You can say, I respect that you believe you have the self-discipline to do this. And uh, must be really a challenge for you and I, I respect that you're practicing purity. I presume you are and that you're waiting until your wedding night. But did you ever think that this might be an offense against modesty? To be there sleeping in the same place with them, get up in your pajamas, have breakfast together. That is... Uh, Not just a, a, a temptation toward impurity, but it is a breakdown of modesty. And I remember what my mom said when my sister asked her what a honeymoon is for. And her answer was, a honeymoon is, now that you're a new family after your wedding, you can practice getting dressed and undressed in the same bedroom together because it might be a little embarrassing at first. Well, that was my first chastity lesson because I, then I knew that you weren't supposed to get dressed and undressed in the same place together. So I'd say it's at least an, an occasion of sin. It's leading yourself to temptation. It is an offense against modesty. And they're really testing their own hormones. Thank you. And, um, you know, in their capacity to love each other very purely. And so I would bring it up occasionally, maybe if everybody would take turns. And somebody, one of the sisters, could just say, hey, can you make a plan so that you don't scandalize us? Like, not only is this leading yourself into temptation, but this kind of scandalizes the family. Because what do people think if you're sleeping on your boyfriend's couch or he's sleeping on your couch? And you're both that go in and out of the same apartment people look at things they presume that and this is a and um a, a form of scandal that people will see that and think it's okay and they're too good you know catholic young adults so it's it's not right it's not the right thing to do and they're just taking the very letter of the law and i know young adults who have done this i, I spoke at college one time that uh but the, the young adults would take that, like, so low t- to the edge, like, okay, we even sleep in bed together, but we don't do it, you know. And, and again, this is a scandalous. This is a, a temptation against purity, and it is a violation against modesty. So I would encourage your other daughters to to say something, but somebody has to go beyond just saying something and making a suggestion, like, hey, where is he going to sleep? And somebody has to say something specific, like, you need to make a plan. This is a scandal to the family. We know that you want to be pure. And so you need to make a plan and even make a suggestion. Like you've got to have a friend nearby that has a couch. So he has to be able to afford a hotel. Do something to prove your purity to God and not lead yourself into temptation. So more than just the suggestion, somebody has to challenge them to make a plan. Okay, so that's kind of the next step of that, Allison. And don't feel bad if you have to bring it up again. But it's wonderful that you have the siblings bringing that to attention every month or so but just dropping the hint doesn't seem to be working so we need them to make a commitment to their purity so i hope that helps you allison pleasure to talk to you thanks for the call and we need to hold both the men and the women responsible for purity today that we truly respect these amazing power that god has given us to create new human life and the desires and drives that go with them that passion that's designed to bond a couple in marriage you give us a call too with your question or personal problem. 877 573 7825.
1: Light of the East, weekends on Ave Maria Radio.
8: I'm Father Thomas Loya. This week on Ave Maria, St. John Paul II reminded us that the church breathes with two lungs, two complementary expressions of the one same faith. But what is it that the two lungs have in common?
1: Now on Ave Maria Radio's newest FM stations, 105.5 FM in Southfield and 107.9 FM in Ann Arbor.
8: Fire on the earth, Peter Herbeck. Jesus said, you're the light of the world. And one of the things that he meant by that was the Christian people understand the larger story that's unfolding in history. So as St. Paul said, as the saints echoed very clearly, we're now living through just a, a short moment, a slight momentary affliction, he calls it, in this life, which is going to make way and lead us to an eternal glory beyond all compare. The secret to the fruitfulness and the strength of the apostles was that they lived with a clear vision of the future, an eternal perspective, fixed on the destiny Of where their life was headed. And they lived with the realization that, wow, yeah, life is very short here. Everything is temporary. Nothing here in this world is ultimately going to last except the ultimate destinies, the eternal destinies of every human being that exists on the earth. And they knew that whether good things were coming their way or bad things from the world's perspective were coming away, nothing could steal from them, nothing could take away. The gold that was in their heart. The treasure that they bore. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. Peter Herbeck
1: spreads fire on the earth. Weekday mornings at 6.30 and again at 11.45 on 990 Ave Maria Radio.
2: Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning fun live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective, even if your problem is difficult. Give us a call. The number is 877... Oops, they're playing the music again. 877-573-7825. 5 pep talks. Okay, we've gotten... Hmm. We've got two calls for Michael already. Those of you that remember, Michael called earlier. Um, Let's see. Oh, that's music still playing. We've got uh, a couple calls for Michael. Michael called. He's an arborist and he was tying in the beauty of God's creation and theology with the way that trees work. So we, he left his number with the call screener, and two other people already called for him. Um, somebody whose um, kids were in a Montessori school and thought to be a great lesson uh, for their students. And then somebody else called in and said, um, but they didn't stay on the line, tell Michael about Joyce Kilmer's trees poem. And do you know that I memorized that poem, maybe in third grade. I think that I shall never see a poem as lovely as a tree. A tree that looks at God all day and spreads its leafy arms to pray. A tree who may in summer wear a nest of robins in its hair. And there's another line about holding something near the breast of the tree. And I remember the last line. Poems are made by fools like me, but only God can make a tree. So, um, yeah, that's a long time ago I memorized that poem, so I'm glad I remembered that much of it. But, yeah, Michael maybe can use that poem as part of his tree arborist presentation. All right, Rocco's been waiting for a while. Rocco from Florida listening on Sirius XM with a great question that I think we all need to hear about. So, Rocco, you are on the air now. Welcome to Mass Appeal. Tell us your question today.
15: Hi, good morning. Uh, I would like to know what the Catholic view is. On visiting psychics, um, I've been to them. My family has been. Uh, I've got. I, I know some people that absolutely live by them, which is the wrong thing to do. But I, I feel as though it's the wrong thing, only because you know it, God has a plan. But on the other hand, I, I've been to some of these people that they've been right, and they've looked at through tarot cards, uh, regular playing a deck of playing cards. Mm -hmm. I just want to know what the Catholic view is whether or not this is
6: really the wrong thing to do.
2: Your instinct is absolutely correct, Rocco. It is the wrong thing to do. It is against the first commandment. If we're looking to anything other than God for help with the present or the future, we are violating the first commandment. It's in that category of dabbling in the occult. Um, And so the, the, the Bible condemns spiritism, mediums, the occult, and psychics. In Leviticus chapter 20, verse 27, Deuteronomy 18, verses 10 to 13, And the Catholic Catechism in articles 2115 to 2116 talks about that specifically. And then, um, because we realize that, well, first of all, I'll just read that to you. All forms of divination. So this is... Treating uh, someone else as if they have God's power. So treating another human person as if they are God. All forms of divination are to be rejected. Recourse to Satan or demons, because we don't know who's working through that psychic. We don't want to chance it or open up the door to the evil one. Conjuring up the dead or other practices falsely supposed to unveil the future. This is from the Catholic Catechism. Consulting horoscopes, astrology palm reading and interpretation of omens and lots, the phenomena of clairvoyance, recourse to mediums, all conceal a desire for power over time, history, and in the last analysis, other human beings, as well as a wish to conciliate hidden powers. So they contradict the honor, respect, and loving fear that we owe to God alone. So even though you say, I mean, your instinct says you think it's the wrong thing to do. So even if they're right, this is not where we seek the future that, our, that takes our trust out of God and puts it in a power we cannot define that is not God. So God, He can reveal the future to His prophets, as He did, you know, many of the prophets. Nathan, obviously, in this morning's reading, and we know Isaiah, the prophet, has has told us so many things that were going to happen. But still, a sound. Christian attitude consists of putting yourself confidently into the hands of the providence of God for whatever concerns are, you might be coming up in the future, giving up all what we call unhealthy curiosity about it. So when we're not trusting in God, that is a lack of responsibility. We were made in the image and likeness of God. God reveals his love to us. Um, through our daily life and we really need to stay connected to him and not seek other false gods so that your instinct was right it is um, a violation of the first commandment and it is wrong I would stay as far away from those as possible and when you listen to some of the talks of the deliverance priests or the priests who perform exorcisms they will often say that it's some kind of spiritism like that in someone's past that they thought was innocent that ended up opening the door to the evil one the devil jumps in we've got obsession or possession so we don't want to open any doors for the evil one or trust anyone other than god so i hope that helps you understand that a little bit rocco no
15: it 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 does it does like i said and the the thing about it is the draw to it is that sometimes they're right Yeah. They've been right.
2: They could be.
15: Yeah. But I I thank you so much for clearing that up because I, I knew it was an issue. Mm-hmm. And I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to I wanted to get validation that it really wasn't issue. Yeah, and your I,
2: instinct I, is right. You have a good conscience. So even if they're right it makes no difference. It's going to the wrong place. It's not trusting God. It's trusting some power, some mysterious power through a human person and uh and it even if they are right, we don't even want to know that. Uh, we do not want to open that door. To spiritism, um, that the evil one can jump in. So, trust your your instinct was right on that one. Your conscience was right on that one. Stay away from psychics. Stay away from astrology, palm reading, omens, horoscopes, clairvoyance, mediums. Stay away. It is. Opening the door to the evil one. We need to trust totally in God. And he'll show us what he wants us to show us. Um, He will let us know what we need. And so placing our trust in him and placing our confidence in him every moment of the day and trusting that he will turn anything into good. He died for our sins and rose from the dead. Can't you trust him more than a person who puts a sign up in their door and can read palm leaves based on some spirit that gives them a message, of course. That person didn't die for your sins or rise from the dead. Our trust needs to be placed totally in God. So thanks for the call. Some people misunderstand that and think it's just an innocent, oh, curiosity that they're satisfying, but no. Looking to anything other than God for help with the present or the future, we are violating the first commandment. I am the Lord your God. You'll have no other gods before me. He loves you. He created you. He designed you to know, love, and serve Him, and that's what's going to make you happy not knowing the future from some psychic you give us a call too with your question or personal problem the number to get on today's mass appeal is 877-573-7825 this is colleen kelly mast you're listening to catholic radio this show is mass appeal
10: It's as though the secular press has to shoehorn matters concerning fidelity or infidelity to church teaching into political labels of conservative versus liberal. And those political dichotomies are not entirely meaningless, but they most usually distort the discussion. This discussion is about receiving Christ worthily. And that is not a political discussion. And by the way, this discussion is not even new. If you go back to 1998, they also addressed the question of from living the gospel life. Again, in 2008 in Happier Those Who Are Called to His Supper. For Pope Francis, he drafted, when he was Archbishop of Buenos Aires, the Periceta document. The U.S. bishops are now forced to address this problem because we have now a Catholic president who is receiving Holy Communion while at the same time he is a champion
13: of expanded abortion rights. Presta in the afternoon. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Ave Maria Radio and AveMariaRadio.net.
7: Sunday was always family day at the Denha house. My dad expected his seven daughters to be home for family dinner every Sunday. As we got older, nothing changed his expectations, not our friends or social life. We're made for relationship, for togetherness. That's why the COVID-19 lockdowns were so difficult. In the very first chapter of the Bible, God made it clear, it is not good that man should be alone. My dad would call each daughter and say, hey, I have seven daughters. How come I'm home alone? We loved our father and we honored him so we were home every Sunday according to research 18% of adults aged 65 and older in the U.S. live alone 43% report feeling lonely on a regular basis between 10 and 43% of community dwelling seniors are socially isolated family or not if you know someone who's isolated from the world reach out and communicate togetherness this has been a Christ Center communication message I'm Vanessa Danha Garmo a communications evangelist and host of Epiphany
2: Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show with your question or personal problem is 877-573-7825, 877-5PEP. Talk. If you need a little pep talk as you're trying to live out your faith, or maybe there's a storm in your life, as in this morning's gospel, or you're being challenged with uh, some committing some sin and you want to follow God's way and you need some encouragement, give me a call. Uh, tomorrow's gospel, or no, tomorrow's second reading um, says, "I should like you to be free from anxieties." <laughs> Saint Paul says to the Corinthians, "So be free from anxiety." And uh, that tomorrow's gospel well jesus releases a spirit an evil spirit an unclean spirit comes out of someone and he wants to do that with you and he can do this more powerful than an exorcism is going to confession this afternoon even the unclean spirits obey him and you will be cleansed and healed and given the grace to carry on and move ahead with your life with the help of God which we all need give us a call 877-573-7825 our next caller is is Patricia from Nebraska, listening on Spirit Catholic Radio, who's celebrating their 25th anniversary this year. You know, I think Dr. Ray's going to speak at one of their events. I'm going to be out there in April speaking at one of the events the end of April. So exciting. A whole year celebrating with Spirit Catholic Radio, one of the most wonderful uh, Catholic radio stations in the, the country that other stations look to uh, for, as a model. So Patricia from Nebraska, listening on Spirit Catholic Radio, you are on the air now. How can I help you?
16: Well, I'd just like to make a comment. Um, okay. I, I used to live in Ohio, and I was really interested in listening to that young man from Cincinnati, mm-hmm. you know, that you had the first uh, the call. Yeah, Michael. I was, uh yeah, and I was—I I wish I could go to that uh, Spirit Radio thing because I live really on one end of the state, and then the, that's at the other end of the state, and, and we're um, kind of disabled and stuff. But I, I enjoy listening to it and stuff. But uh-huh. I was just gonna say that um, about the abortion thing. Um, yeah, I, we're having a, uh, Nebraska is having today. They're having their their walk for life, where you go from the um, St. Mary's Church in Lincoln to the state capitol. and mm-hmm. I that, I really appreciate that. Uh, I'm hoping they put that on the radio a little later. But uh, yeah, I I'm I, uh, you know I'm the oldest. Of se- I was the oldest of seven children, mm-hmm. and I was brought up in the faith. You know, and um, I I I really, in fact, I just sent some money to. um, um that Eric whatever his name is for pro life I put and send him some money but um I really you know am against abortion and everything
6: oh, God, and I, God.
16: I you know and it's uh, really uh and i watched that thing last weekend where they had for the march for life and it was yes. really interesting to listen to some of those stories of those women you know what they go through and everything uh. but i just thought i'd comment on that and i i i have a, a nephew that lives uh near um um cincinnati so i hope they're listening to it where are you based at are you in alabama uh, no, I was in you?
2: Alabama this week to uh, record the Jim and Joy show for uh, for ten oh. TV. But I'm based in Illinois, and my uh, call screener oh, and the show is produced in Michigan by Ave Maria oh. Radio, and they connect to me uh. here in Illinois, and then Ave Maria sends it to the satellite at EWTN in Alabama, and Alabama satellites it all over the world. So it's a, yeah, we'll a modern technology. I, I, I,
16: yeah, I had a brother that used to live over there in Alabama. He lives in Ohio now, but he used to live in Alabama. And he, send, he sends me, uh, he still gets it, and I get him too. I I get uh, stuff from there. And I also get stuff to make rosaries. I make rosaries and, and send them and stuff. In fact, uh, our... Um, We're having a bake sale next weekend. But then they they send uh, stuff to college students, and I make them some rosaries and ask if they wanted some of them. And I said, Yeah, I do. And then we I have a Bible study with that Father um, um, uh, Mitch Father Mitch Takwa. Yeah, yeah. And no, no. Father uh, Mike Schmidt. Father Michael. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And okay. He, we did that last year and Good now for I'm you. doing it with my I'm doing it with my son now. He oh, I have an iPad. And uh, I, well, I'm on a day 180, I think now. Good but I for we do you. that, and yeah, and I and see, I can't. We don't get out a whole lot because of our age and everything. I'm going to be 85, and my husband's 84, and has diabetes. But uh, we went to. In fact, a couple weekends ago, we had a real bad snowstorm and stuff. We still got out there and everything, and and the people helped my husband up on the church and everything. So last weekend, father said, well, oh, you don't have to come to." church why well, I know you don't but to me it doesn't Aww. seem like Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't get to church and stuff. And then last Sunday why well, they had the rite of uh of uh initiation and we usually sit in the first pew but we had to sit in a couple of pews behind it and I said I I still could get up to the goal and receive communion and everything but All I right. decided I'd tell you about that, but I said I I wish that I could go to that silver thing, but can't go to it, but still I can listen to it. But I just thought I'd comment on
2: that. Oh, thank you you so much, Patricia. It sounds like you're doing all you can do with all the information or energy or abilities you have to serve God, serve the church, support pro-life. Good job, Patricia. You're a good role model for all of us.
16: I have some friends in Ohio, too, that I, uh, you know, in my family, and then my, some of my family lives in, the, in New Jersey and Delaware. In fact, I've, I'm the grandmother of, well, how many is it, five great-granddaughters. Oh, I my said, oh, goodness. Geez, it makes me, I said, it makes me feel old.
2: True yes, testament old. to life. With, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Thanks be to God. To okay. Yeah. Thanks be to God for your life and your sharing. I appreciate the call. You're delightful. Thanks for the call, Patricia. God bless you. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, we have time to start on uh, Sally or Sally from Pennsylvania is next on the uh, line. We'll try to get her in before our break, or maybe we'll have to break in the middle of you. But Sally from Pennsylvania listening on Holy Family Radio. Welcome to the show, Sally.
17: Yeah. You're on the air <laughs> thank now. Thank you, Colleen. Thank sure. you. I love your show. You're oh, terrific.
2: Thank you. Every um, so, everything we okay. talk about... Oh, it's I a thought, sad question. Oh my uh, goodness! I three okay. Young adults. They
17: all live in town, and they're they're just they're good kids. They really are. I never planned that they would all live in the same town as me, and they all have very serious problems. And I don't mm. know what happened.
6: Mm. I don't know what went
17: wrong. And it's mostly financial and trying, you know, to get back on the working force and earn money. Mm, they never mm-hmm. ever really felt that I, I never really felt they'd learned how to handle money. Sure. Not that I didn't try to teach them. And uh, But all three have really life-serious problems.
6: Mm.
17: And so I'm just looking for some guidance.
6: Okay.
16: All right.
17: Okay. So I do, you know, every now and then I financially help them because if I if if I don't do that, they wouldn't be able to make it in many different ways.
2: um, Oh yeah. So the
17: one daughter I have very little contact with, and it's just a mess. I don't
2: know what happened. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, first of all, do not blame yourself, Sally. It's not your fault. Your kids grew up in a culture that... Believes in credit cards, credit cards have become another false God, not just psychics and um, mediums but but credit cards have become a god, and people are not living within their means so they 've grown up in a culture like that, and there are um, different financial counselors that could help them, so possibly instead of giving them money next time, give them and this might cost but give them a series of sessions with a financial counselor. I know about uh, eight years ago when my husband um, was sick and couldn't work anymore, uh, we met with a financial counselor. It's a good Christian man. He meets with us over Zoom. Uh, his name is Justin Bennett and I can give you his, his number um, if you'd like. And, uh, and We got a series, probably about nine or ten months, and he taught us like, how to budget, how to live within our means um, and challenged both of us so it d- didn't create division, between. Between us, like, because there's always one person that's a spender, one that's a saver, one that loves to borrow money, and one that loves to save money. And uh, to get them a counselor, maybe Catholic. Um, uh Catholic Charities has that or Catholic Social Services has one if you want to try to get one for free or maybe get them set up and just say I can't give you money anymore you know I've been helping you as much as I can because you know that old saying you know teach a man to fish or give a man a fish um, and uh, and so instead of giving them money you want to teach them how to manage their money so possibly getting them a financial counselor um, would help them and if you have the money to pay for those services maybe nine months of meetings and so they can learn how to manage money themselves rather than leaning on you so um i'll uh, it's time for a break i know i'm late but i'll uh, repeat his name and see if i can find his website after this but i'd say getting them the help they need to manage their money would be a good thing for you to do and we'll be back with more of mass appeal right after this message
14: Connection with Teresa Tamio. Weekdays on Ave Maria Radio.
7: There was a big story about this Catholic college saying oh we are going to open our doors to anyone who identifies as a woman. So a male student coming in but if he calls himself a woman that's fine. This is all about diversity and equality. This is a Catholic women's college. And so, thanks be to God, there was a lot of pushback. And guess what? The school rescinded. How important it is not to give up and to remember that we can and should respectfully, always with love, express our concerns. It doesn't matter. The victory is up to God. But sometimes we do see that success in the victories, as is the case with St. Mary's College, who says now it needs to go back to its roots and get a deeper understanding of what it means to be a Catholic college for women.
14: Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, weekday mornings from 8 to 10 a.m. on Ave Maria Radio and AveMariaRadio.net.
11: Has the Church always professed the virginity of Jesus' Mother Mary? Yes, says the Catholic Catechism. From the very beginning, the Church has always maintained that Jesus came into the womb of the Blessed Mother solely by the power of the Holy Spirit, seeing in the virginal conception the sign that it truly was the Son of God who came in a humanity like our own. The Gospels all make it clear that the virginal conception was something beyond human comprehension. A divine work as prophesied in Isaiah. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Mary, according to the Catechism, remained a virgin her entire life. Jesus was her only physical son, but her spiritual motherhood extends to all men in whom he came to save. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism.
1: You're listening to Ave Maria Radio. Ave Maria Radio.
2: Welcome back. It's already our last segment. The show has gone so quickly. It's a pleasure to be with you. This is Colleen Kelly Mast on Mast Appeal, the Saturday Morning Live Show. You can get free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. If you want to learn more or contact me, you can go to my website, the number four, the letter com. I looked up over the break um, an answer to Sally's question. I did find Justin Bennett's site. He um, runs strongtowerconsulting.com. I'll try to post it on my Facebook fan page, Strong. TowerConsulting.com. He can give your kids Sally a free session, and if they say they'll agree to do what he asks them to do, you can buy them a nine-month package or something—a customized plan to help them save money, pay off debt, and build wealth. And he's trained by Dave Ramsey, that you might know or hear of, or you can watch all the Dave Ramsey videos on YouTube. Just helping so many young people get out of debt, stay out of debt, and and learn. How to manage their money much better instead of waste it, okay, we still have Mary uh, from Washington on line two that has some important messages for us to, about idols, so mary
14: you 're on the air now. What did you want to tell us? Hi, I just wanted to read a a quick passage out of Deuteronomy chapter thirteen verses Thank one to four. You. This is, if a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder comes true concerning which he spoke to you, saying, Let us go after other gods, whom you have not known, and let us serve them, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to find out if you love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul Mm. you shall follow the lord your god and fear him and you shall keep his commandments listen to his voice serve him and cling to him Hmm. Oh, oh that thank
2: was, you so much.
14: My, yeah, that's my comment so, about listening
2: to oh, 5 six. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Deuteronomy 13, verses 1-4, about serving other gods and idols. Thank you so much. That just really, the, the Word of God really speaks to me and calms my heart, and that kind of wraps up what we've spoken about in a lot of the callers today. So thank you so much, Mary. I appreciate the call. When we think of all the, the false gods that people are attracted to, whether it's a psychic or their fornication or um, money is being their God or their boyfriend or girlfriend becomes their God, all the things that we do in place of loving God with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, all our strength, that we look to see what is the one true God and and all of these idols and false gods draw us away from the love that we were made for. You were made in the image and likeness of the one true God, the creator of you, the creator of the universe. He loves you tremendously. He suffered and died for your sins so you don't have to die of them. He came and showed us how to love through his life. And we can read about him in the scriptures. We can read about the stories and miracles that he's done. And he wants to do a miracle in your life. One is to forgive your sins. Two is to draw you closer to him so that you can be his love to the rest of the world so thanks for being us, with us here on Massed Appeal this is Colleen Kelly Mast you can learn more about my work at my website respect and stay tuned next week when we're back for more free friendly advice from a Catholic perspective here on Massed Appeal thanks again for being here with us and I hope that your weekend as you work through the scriptures and readings and go to confession and go to mass that you are filled with the love of God so you truly can share his love with others. God bless you all.
1: Mast Appeal is produced by Ave Maria Radio and broadcast through the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Copies can be purchased or free downloads can be found at the Ave Maria website, Ave Maria If you have a comment or question for Colleen, write to Colleen at Ave Maria or Mass Appeal at Ave Maria And listen for Mass Appeal Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 Eastern Time for free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective.
13: This is Life News Radio. I'm Jim Anderson. Abortion drugs can act
5: in at least two ways to jeopardize women even before the demise of the child. One is they block